Hey, what's up, guys? This is George Bennett from the Dialogue Sessions. I know I haven't, um, you know, paid uh, some uh, attention to the podcast, and I've been slightly distracted um, with some other things. But you know, as you know, this new normal evolves, and people sort of put things together to give us an idea of what it is we're working with and what it is we are going to have to build from scratch because there's a lot of stuff that um, is not working and there's a lot of stuff that has not been working for a very long time so just as a teaser and a preparation for our show tomorrow called there's a jungle out there i was thinking about how crazy it is that 15, 20 years ago, if you were leaving school, you would ask yourself or you would tell yourself all these kind of stories about what you can become and what the future prospects would be. And we were very enthusiastic children. We were very enthusiastic students because education was presented to us as this answer to our problems. And for many of us, there was a great deal of advantages that came with education. But I needed to share this with you because I think it's important. Because right now there's a question mark whether or not we are being educated or miseducated. And I think this translates very well into how we navigate through a very complex world where certain things get changed last minute and people sort of shift the goalpost. And my understanding is if that is going to continue to happen and we're not going to create a certain amount of stability, we are going to see more people be excluded from this entire value creation process. And that's really unfortunate because many people or the majority of us are only going to be able to complete school up until a certain level. For many of us, university and additional uh, learning higher learning is not a possibility simply because there is a constraint on the resources and money. So I needed to share this with you just so that you understand that right now nobody knows what needs to happen. All of us are trying to draw conclusions from what we think is going to happen or what we think can happen but nobody really knows, nobody has the answers and it's a very 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 um, unique situation where we rely on the faith of those who have done well over the last 20 or 30 years to reinvest their gains to ensure that nobody gets left behind. And that's a big ask for people who have become so used to flaunting their success. And based on the comparison of others, they've enjoyed this great deal of, that, of, of, of prosperity. And perhaps it's very difficult for them to let go of certain of their privileges. But you know, for me, I believe that because life has a start and an end point, the one thing that you cannot deny is the fact that when looking back, I think our work will speak for ourselves, how we engage with people will speak for ourselves, how we touch people will speak for ourselves. And that's more profound legacy than having to be known as a person who accumulated all of these amounts of money and was usually successful, but was to a great degree separated from the normality of society. So that's my teaser for our show tomorrow. It's a jungle out there. Hope you're going to catch it. 
and God bless. Be safe, and thank you for your support. Goodbye. Very warm greetings to all our listeners. George Bennett here from the Dialogue Sessions. And catching up on the conversation, it's a jungle out there. Um, I've been really looking through an optimistic lens at how easy it is for us to complain about the things that we are privileged to enjoy. Um, I believe that the world in its entirety offers many, many benefits to those who are willing to humble themselves um, to the degree that we are inundated from a media perspective, a traditional sense of media perspective with the lives of people who are doing amazing things. Um, We are inundated now on social media um, with the fact and realization that our lives is not so amazing. And it bothers me because growing up in the 80s, I was a child who saw a little bit of the world outside of the assessment of global media which social media has brought about. Because now our lives are public, it's not private anymore, so our failures is public, and our insecurities is public. And this brings a great deal of stress and constraint on the human experience, because it is okay for you to make mistakes. It is not expected for all of us to end up at the same level of progression tomorrow this desire to compete and to compare is at the heart of a lot of people's undoing Um, it's at the heart of a lot of unhappiness in relationships it's at the heart of a lot of discerning behaviors of relationships that was cultivated over many many years people fall out now for the silliest things you didn't text me you didn't respond to my call you never called me in the last 90 days or two weeks or three days Um, i haven't spoken to you in a long time even though technology enables for us to communicate more frequently we all cannot escape the dependency on time and time has got to do with how we negotiate availability. So if I negotiate my availability very poorly, I'm never going to be available for certain things. That's just a fact. If I'm willing to give of my, um, let's say 200 hours or 180 hours a month to one organization, instead of telling myself, let me work on value um, assignments, so I can give each and every one allocated time so I can derive more value from working that way and I can make more money even um, because it's, a, it's, a, it's an actual fact. People who work on smaller assignments can negotiate higher fees. 
so there's a lot of consequences that comes with trying to be secure i mean we are still in the midst of facing huge fundamental shifts in the economic policy and the social macro and microeconomic uh, conditions of the world unemployment um, being one of the biggest uh, impacts of a, a negative growth environment especially from a developing country perspective as most of the countries who supported our economies are for focusing more on 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 the internal issues and domestic issues we are going to have to grow out of that responsibility or expectation that somebody else is going to do something for us we're going to have to grow into that responsibility of needing to do something for ourselves and being more mindful of the conversations that we have with each other on a daily basis being more mindful of how we impact each other on a daily basis and being perhaps more responsible to the the words that we utter the behavior that we show um because if the behavior and actions and words is a reflection of who we are then we are not showing up as the best version of ourselves in africa we are um inundated with assessments from the global community about our leadership our lack of political leadership our lack of of growth and our lack of appetite for innovation and i believe it's because we are deeply disturbed by the the responsibility we now face as independent thinkers and independent people to go out there and do things by ourselves but i don't believe that we lack the motivation i think the motivation is there but i believe that we have to fix the desire and the value system of what convicts us on a daily basis because i think what convicts us on a daily basis is guilt it's not the desire to make other people's lives better and when you respond from a position of guilt you are more likely to do certain things right in the short term but you are more likely to overcommit and overextend on the generosity which is why people will give 100 rand to the guy standing on the robot because that makes them feel good it doesn't make um the person feel good that is receiving the the gratuity so we must be very careful in terms of how we shape our conversations our actions our words because that ultimately sets us on a walk with society that ultimately sets us up for how we engage with others and how also others engage with us something that i heard and read in a book about 10 years ago was so impactful on my life and it says that i'm not sure if it was a leadership book i think it was a leadership book and i can't get to the title and the author now so forgive me but it says that we on a daily basis are showing people how to treat us on a daily basis we are teaching people how to treat us so when you are being treated unfairly when you are treated being treated badly it's because people have a tendency to understand and accept that you have a low expectation on certain things you have a low expectation on value you have a low expectation on ethical behavior and that it's okay it's acceptable behavior and i think we need to learn to unlearn certain behaviors to have those conversations that deeply embedded conversations of race of financial well-being of gender of culture of diversity we need to open ourselves up to have these conversations because if we don't 
we're going to end up with the same society that we're complaining about. We're still going to end up with racism. We're still going to end up with inequality. We're still going to end up with poverty because we're not willing to go into these uncomfortable zones where it is perhaps a challenge to our understanding of what we've been taught, what we've been um, learned to understand as normal. Because just because it's normal for you at your house to call other people poor people, to call other people lazy people, doesn't mean that's actually factual in reality. And it means also that you need to suspend that um, narrow thinking because your narrow thinking comes from your surroundings. If your, if your surroundings is bigger, that expands your thinking. So it's important for us to work on the correct narrative when we look through the lens of society and we evaluate each other and we assess whether or not it's, it's okay for us to take the risk to work with people who don't look like us, people who don't talk like us, people who don't think like us. And I believe that from a human being perspective, if we can truly accept our job is just to ensure that another person has a better chance of experiencing the life that he wants to experience. And that doesn't mean I take away the responsibility of you having to make different choices. What it does mean is that I am mindful of how I impact your life. And you can exchange that same courtesy to me. What it also means is that beyond our exchanges and transactions, we are willing to see the human being in ourselves. We are willing to see our human flaws, our human vulnerabilities, and we are willing to compensate with love and respond with empathy and with kindness. And I believe that if we can get ourselves to a space where we can use that as the currency, not money and status and a degree of how society perceives us, if we can start really exchanging with the currency of love, empathy, kindness, and we can invest in greater relationships with each other. We can build a society that's going to blow our minds. We can build a society that's safer, and that's a true reflection of what it means to be human.